Welcome to Brain Wealth with Brian Reppel from Reppel Wealth Group. Join us on a transformative journey where we explore the powerful connection between mindset, financial success, and cutting-edge biohacking. Gain actionable insights from Brian and his guest experts in psychology, finance, and personal development as they examine the world of biohacking to supercharge your mental and physical well-being. Whether you're an entrepreneur, financial enthusiast, or simply eager to enhance your health and mindset, let this podcast be your guide to holistic abundance. Now, let's get ready to unlock your brain wealth. Welcome to the Brain Wealth Podcast with your host, Brian Ruppel. Brian, great to be with you. Today, I understand we're going to talk about the Mindset Foundation, the questions we ask ourselves and the words we speak into existence and how they become our reality, which I am fascinated by because I know that you've been traveling a lot and you have experiences to share that can lay the framework for 2024. You just completed an ultra endurance event. You and I spoke about the financial conferences you've attended, getting AI certified, and your last conference in the alternative holistic health space. I was going to say it's been a busy first part of the year. It's been an insanely busy couple of months. I mean, we're barely into 24 and you've covered a lot of ground. So I got to start off with a question. What ultra endurance event did you compete? What was the motivation? What did you learn? And how does this play into mindset, health, and overall factors for wealth? Hi, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, thank you. Um, I think part of the reason why I wanted to start off with this was because when you look at the pyramid of wealth, and I think about the pyramid of wealth of being, what is the foundation of wealth? And wealth is okay. just not about money. And it is about the foundation is really built on a mindset of how do you endure through things? And it's a, the thought process that the brain creates to the mind. And at the top of the pyramid, as you go along the different spectrums of relationship, time, money, your health, body, and getting to the ultimate top of the pyramid of spirituality, the connection to God, universe. Right. So it's kind of a, so starting really at the foundation, the mindset. And to answer your question about this was an unofficial, not a record, some hosted event on the books, this uh, ultra endurance event. It was just a phone call from a friend, buddy, challenger of mine, Jeremy Newsom. And I get this text message from him on Thursday before January 1st. And the message is, hey, man, are you going to do this with me? And I'm like, well, what is this? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, what, what is this? And he says, we're going to do 12 miles every 12 hours for 12 days straight. And I'm like, well, maybe I should call him up to make sure I really maybe, understand. Maybe you read that wrong. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, let me, let me make sure I'm understanding what he's meaning here. So I call him up and I said, Newsome, let me make sure I understand this. 12 miles every 12 hours for 12 days straight. That's 288 miles. He goes, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. I think we've got like 15, 16 people signed up. Well, And you got to pay to do it. And I'm like, all right, well, let me think it over. And I have a hard time saying no to things. So within about 30 minutes, because when I, I'm looking at the calendar, there's some travel coming up, conferences. I'm like, how am I going to do this? So within 30 minutes, I just said, I'm in. And I said, let's figure it out. So I thought, all right, 12 miles, that's not bad. And one of the things I really learned through 
working with Jeremy and, and are the rules we put to things. When you think about having to do a marathon or even a half a marathon, most people think you have to either sprint it, run it, jog it. You can walk it. Some yeah. people can bear crawl it. Some people in wheelchairs. There are no rules to how you do the 12 miles or how you do the complete the 24. The job is to complete the 24 miles in 24 hours. So I called him up. I said, all right, so what you're saying is I don't have to run this whole thing. He's like, you just got to do the 24 miles in the 24 hours. All right. All right. Let's figure this out. So uh, <laughs> now there's been no training for this. This is not like uh, this is the Thursday before January 1st. And I said, all right, let's do this. So I'm in bed early, New Year's Eve, 10 o'clock, 1030. Get up, knock out the first 12 miles. I get, all right. Pretty successful January 1st. You've already done a half a marathon. Yeah. I mean, to me, most people would celebrate that. Right. In my mind, I think, well, wait, I still have another 12 miles to do another part of the day here. And I have never done a marathon on a full day yet. So half marathons are done, but a full I have not completed. So I finished the day off, do day one, January 1st, full marathon. I'm thinking that's a pretty great way to start the year. Well, day two comes and I know I have yoga class at 7.30 in the morning. Okay. And so I said, all right, I have to get up around 3.30, four o'clock to get at least eight to 10 to as many miles I can in before class and before going into the office. Well, I show up to yoga class and I have spasms going through my body. My legs are, the legs says, are you okay? I said, I, I don't know what's going on. I really don't, this is, my body's never had this this many spasms before i said it's I, also probably never done what you just did the day before right and then to get up at 3 30 in the morning to do it again <laughs> and uh i i continue through day two finish up and, and many times what i started finding out was i had to get up really early because i didn't want to finish late if i finished late around 11 or 11 30 i would be full of sweat and would just go to bed like that yeah. You were too exhausted to even take a shower because you knew you had to get up to do it again. So Jeremy calls me on Thursday and says, Brian, have you had any breakthroughs, any moments so far in this journey? And I told him, I said, you know, every morning I would listen to great content. I, my mornings were always designed around listening to like a Neville Goddard, a Wayne Dyer, a, uh, a Dr. Joe Dispenza, some content I would really want to listen to for the mind the spirit mind connection, mm -hmm. just something to really make myself grow to, to push through those hours, those three to four hours in the morning. And then in the evenings, I would try to turn off everything and get outside or do something just to connect to what I've learned and let the brain the the battle of the brain go on oh, because yeah. there was a, there was really, and this is the mindset part. There was a battle going on between quitting and stopping every day and pursuing and persevering through it. And there was like these two battles going on. I'll talk about a little bit more about how I learned a great lesson from this. But Jeremy called me up Thursday evening and said, have you had any breakthroughs? And I said, no, not really. You know, just that I've almost done four marathons in four <laughs> days. And if I quit right now, I would be completely satisfied with that. And he's laughing. He said, ah, come on, you got more, you know, you got more in here. And um, I had just started listening to this podcast 
by Andrew Huberman, who is a neuroscience teacher. And his guest on there was the guest, David Goggins. Now, if anyone's ever heard of David Goggins, most people have seen him. He is in, he is a three, he's the only person I believe to date to go through train sealing, Navy SEAL training three times because he had to leave the first two times because of injuries. And the third time going through it, still had injuries and completed it. And he's wrote a book called Can't Hurt Me. And if language offends you, don't read it. Yeah. But if you want to be inspired by what is possible, because this man came from nothing and created and molded to what he became. And this podcast with Andrew Huberman was a different side of David Goggins. It was a calmer side, not the one that yells. And he's never yelling at people. He's yelling at his own demons inside, mm. battling his own voices inside. And one of the things that came out of this podcast, which was just blew me away, was Andrew starts talking about this thing in our brain called the interior mid-cingulate cortex. And the scientists have started discovering what this interior mid-cingulate cortex is. And everyone has it. It's on the left side and the right side of the brain. And the way Andrew describes it is, let's take someone that's obese and overweight. Okay. And an obese, overweight person has a very small mid-cingulate cortex. But as they begin to diet and exercise, this part of the brain begins to develop and grow. Mm. They also found in athletes, it is larger in athletes. So what they discovered was this part of the brain is associated with doing persistent and strong motivation in the face of challenge. It's doing, it's being engaged in behaviors that you don't want to do. Oh. And it's the willpower of that going through those things that you don't want to do that this part of the brain begins to develop and grow. Mm. And they discovered it in people that live longer periods of life that this part of the brain was larger because of the willpower to do the things you don't want to do and yeah. doing them in spite of not wanting to do them. So it's, it was interesting. I have a cold plunge machine at my house. It's set at 32 degrees. I enjoy getting into the cold plunge. And what's funny about that was that does not stimulate my brain. It does other things to my body, which for inflammation, for overcoming, getting in, getting, you know, getting in there in yeah. the morning, uh, great for all sorts of metabolic things for my body, but it doesn't trigger the brain to grow because I want to do it. I enjoy doing it. Someone that hates the water is afraid of the water and hates cold water, but they do that activity triggers that part of the brain wow. to develop and grow. Okay. And I was like, whoa, I've listened to this podcast three, four times because it, it, it kept triggering me to say, I don't want to get out of bed this morning to do this. My ankle is swollen. My joints hurt. My everything hurts on my body. I don't want to do this. But then I realized this quote I came up with, and I hope everybody hears this because it was such a powerful quote for me. And this is a Brian Ruppel official line, but willpower, the will inside of you, you cannot order it over Amazon. 
and you cannot get it prescribed to you over the counter. The will inside of you, the mindset you create is created within you doing these S as you can correlate anything you right. want. I will yeah. just say the stuff doing the hard stuff you don't want to do. And I was wow. like, wow, what a lesson wow. through this. That, that is a absolute truth. First of all, and it's really funny because it's it's interesting because I know a guy who says <laughs> this is true. It's true, Brian. Who says the problem with America is that we don't want to do the hard stuff anymore, mm. you know? And he's talking about it in relation to science and math, okay? Because he's a physicist. But that, that I mean, that correlates exactly with what he says. It's amazing. It, it really is. It's it's fascinating doing those hard, doing the stuff you don't want to do. And that's one of the things I really discovered out of this was the difference between the people that are successful and unsuccessful. Because Bill, they both have what it takes to be successful, but successful people just show up and do it anyway. And they do it in spite of the pain. They do it in spite of the all the reasons saying not to do it, but pushing forward to do it. And every morning, for those 12 miles, every 12 hours. Now, fortunately, we changed the rules around because everybody had work and conflicts. The, the goal really became you just had to do 24 miles in 24 hours. And I found that to even be more challenging because a lot of times you'd go out for two hours and your body would stiffen up. And you're like, wait a minute, I now have 12, 14 miles to do and it's six o'clock at night. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, how... I, I just got to push through this. And it was doing all the things I didn't want to do and doing them in spite of the voices in my head saying, stop, you're going to hurt yourself. The pain, the blisters on your feet right now are miserable. They're popping, but do it in spite of it. And I will tell you the coolest part about it. There's some, there's some amazing uh, lessons I learned. And one of them was, being the CEO of my mind. And I came up with this story was, wait a minute, Brian, I am the CEO of my mind. And what I'm finding is if just like a board meeting, if you're at a board meeting, you're a business owner and you have a team sitting around you, yeah. you have three people on your left, you have a another team of three on your right. And what I discovered was the team on my left are the demons. They're the fear it's that the voice of stop, you're going to hurt yourself. It's the voice of why are you doing this? You have other things to do. It's the the voice of, of just doubt. And then I realized there was another three voices on the other side that I had to. And now if you think about this, which voices and people's minds are generally the loudest, the voices of fear, doubt, quit, don't move forward or the voices of love, courage, strength, the ones you need to call upon? That's a hard question to answer, at least for me, because there are days when those voices on the left are definitely a whole lot stronger and a whole lot louder than the good that I can see and can feel on the right. Yeah, yeah. And if we look at the reason why I'm bringing this conversation up, it, and it, I think it's so critical, is we're in the year 2024, and then why I wanted to start off this 
the pyramid of mindset is we're going into an election year. Yeah. And, and I realized this challenge was not just for me, this challenge, well, this challenge was for me, but it was for me to get my mindset right, to transfer this information out there so others can get their mindset right. Because we're going to get days if we're going to get caught up in the news, the elections, the stock market, all the things that can affect us and paralyze us because the voices at the left of the table are generally louder than the voices on the right. And if mm. we don't allow the voices on the other side of the table of love, courage, strength, commitment, will, empathy, if we don't allow those voices to speak up at the table when we're there, yeah. the voices of the demons will win. And when they win, what do they do to our body? What do they do to our mindset? What do they do to our health? What do they do to our environments, our relationships? And the thing is, it's allowing ourselves to be playful with the voices, to acknowledge both sides of them mm -hmm. and not allowing one side to dominate. And when I was going through this challenge, man, quitting, stopping, it, they were so high and they were, it was fair to stop. It was fair to not want to get up Sure. after six, seven marathons. It was okay to say, Brian, you've done it. Your ankle is so swollen right now. I was taping it up and I would not take the tape off the entire day because I knew that I would tape it off. The swelling would just expand and the pain so would get worse. I, I have to ask you, like, and I'm sure people listening to this are saying, well, wait, at one point, some point, anywhere in here, don't you have to listen to that? And, and not, that not being a voice on the left or the, you know, the, the, the of the demons or the good, but a, a, a voice of your body. I mean, at some point, don't you have to say, yeah, maybe I can't take the tape off. Maybe I've gone too far. Well, here's right. It's a beautiful question because some of the, the people I work with, my yoga instructor and massage are like, Brian, listen to yourself, listen to your body. Right. And I said, let me ask this question. What if you looked back? What if I look back and this is the worst it could be? What if I look back and this pain right now is the worst it could be? See, I believe, I personally believe we love sticking in our pain. We love staying in our pain. Mm. And I've started to realize through this journey, my body began to adapt to the pain. And I began to create a new story because as I got closer to the ninth day, the 10th day, the 11th day, the excitement started running up and saying, and I thought it was going to get easier. Like you're getting closer. Yeah. And it became that much more challenging. And But here's the cool part. I went to yoga on the Friday of the 12th day and I had about eight miles left to do. I, was, I did yoga class at three o'clock in the afternoon. And I said, all right, I'm going to be downtown Orlando. I'm going to finish the remaining eight miles around the lake. And I did yoga class. I had no muscle spasms. I did a full, I mean, it hurt to get move and movement. Yeah, sure. yeah. But I was flowing. I had, I had this energy of, of light running through me. And as I finished the remaining eight miles around the beautiful smell of all the homeless people around downtown Orlando, the, the smell of it. And, and if I, as much as I didn't enjoy the smell, I enjoyed all of it because it just brought a sensory of life of completing 
completing this thing, this challenge. And just, I appreciate the smells of the, all the homeless. I gave love to all these people. And it was just this, just an enlightenment of, of a feeling of success, of the will to persevere, to go through it, to get to the other side. Yeah. And here's the fun part, Bill. What I really found was when Saturday and Sunday came, the blisters went away, the swelling in the ankle went away, the joints almost, 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 I was healed. And I said, wait a minute, three days ago, you were, you were in suffering, but here you are two days later and your body is just like almost back to like, whoa, wow. Was it in the mindset of the pain? Yeah, the pain was real. I could look at the blisters. I could see the things going on in the ankle. I could see the things. But I said, how much was my mind just getting uncomfortable? My body was getting so uncomfortable. They were saying, stop. You don't need to do this. This The body's feeling the uncomfortableness of it. And I said, wait a minute. Why don't I become the creator when I tell the body what is uncomfortable and what's not? And let's get through this. Yeah. And you I know, realized it's, funny. it's interesting because uh, I practiced a martial art for a number of years. And, you know, people are always like, martial artists don't feel pain. And that's not true. Actually, the, the, the pain becomes a sensation. You recognize pain as a sensation, just like you recognize being tickled as a sensation. Yeah. And it's, ad- it's, it's adapting your mind to understand that the pain is real and the pain is there, but it is a message and it is a, it is, it is a sensation that you can choose to give value or weight to. Beautiful. Which is, it seems to me, exactly what you're saying right now. Yeah, and that's why I really want to start with mindset, because we are going into a year that can paralyze people. And it can, uh, yeah, I and I'm I'm going to be one of those. I'm going to I'm going to say I'm excited to talk about all of this today because I think I'm pretty normal, and I look at this year, and I look at it being an election year, and I look at all of the risk that I see in terms of, you know, out there and globally. I have been trying to sort through all of that myself. Yeah. So this is a great conversation for me to have. I hope it's great for other people to listen to. Well, one of the things that I, I really started, and that's why I'm really, I'm grateful to start the year off with that challenge. And then some of the financial conferences right. I've gone to, which we're going to, uh, some of the, the guests coming up, we're going to really explore some of those concepts. But I, I learned something from, um, from uh, Stoicism and Epictetus. And one of the things that he said, his father said to him, and Epictetus was a, a Greek Stoic. Yes. And okay. his, his father said to him, we first have to learn to begin to focus on the empire between our ears. And he's, re- he's really referring to our thoughts, mm-hmm. our emotions, our urges, our fears, and then our choices. We're going into this year, there's going to be a lot of fears. And the news is going to create a lot of fears, a lot of uncertainty. A lot of things are going to go on. And how we control the empire, the universe between our ears is going to control a lot of how we behave and the choices we make and how we respond to them. And so I'm really putting a lot of emphasis on that because the mindset is the foundation that we have to get established for us to gain ultimate wealth, that ultimate wealth of that, that to get to that top of that pyramid, that spiritual connection. Yeah. We have to get that mindset right for money, health, relationships. So 
I'm going to kind of just close on this because this is one of my, uh, my dear friend, Jeremy, when we were on the mountain together, um, which I know I shared a little bit about yep, the, you did. the altered dance with you. Even after our podcast, one I did not complete and I call it whispers from the mountain, but he, he spoke this to me up there and he shared it to me again while we're doing this, this challenge. And it's a, it's a fable. It's a proverb. It's a, it's a, just a story that I think that if we understand it and allow it to sink into our hearts, we can enjoy this year and going through this political year and allow the noise to allow a lot of it to flow through us and not get stuck to us. Okay. I want to make sure people hear that right. Cause it's, we're going to meet a lot of, a lot of noise. We're going to hear a lot of things. Sure. And it's almost like if, if you saw a black cloud outside, does that black cloud upset you? You're like, no, it's just a, just tells me it's a black cloud. It's going to pass by. So we're going to hear a lot of noise. We're going to hear a lot of things and our ability and our mindset allow those things to pass through us and not get stuck to us will allow us to allow us to live more free and abundantly. And so the, 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 the fable is, you might've heard this, the tale of the two wolves, the battle of the two wolves. Right. And I love this story because it was the battle that I was fighting going through the 288 miles. And the story is about an old Cherokee and, and, and the teaching to his grandson about life. And he says, there's a fight that is going on inside of me. He says to the little boy, he says, it's a terrible fight. And it's a fight between two wolves. One wolf represents evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, greed, arrogance, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, and most of all, ego. He continued, but there's another wolf. The other one is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, humility, kindness, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, one of the most important ones, faith. So the same fight is going on inside of you and inside of every other person too. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then he asked the grandfather, which wolf will win? And the grandfather said, the one you feed the most. Now think about that. You're going to feed both those wolves. They both are going to be in there. You're going to allow them both to be fed. Yeah. It's the one you feed the most will win. And I leave that with everybody because as we go through this mindset into 2024 and fear, false pride, ego, those things are there. Arrogance are, are alive. We also have to know that love, empathy, kindness, and faith is there too. Which wolf are you going to feed the most as we enter this year and into your life going forward? Beautiful. I always love that story. I, I really just always love that story because uh, we all have those two wolves and, and, and not everybody recognizes that it is the one you feed the most that wins and that prevails. We forget that. This is a, a great conversation. We could go on. And, and in fact, I, I, you know, I, this is one of my favorite podcasts 
because <laughs> it's just so so it's so fascinating. But we got to come to an end on this one, and I want to end it with you know, I, like I know they're in the show notes, but if people want to reach out to you, how do they get a hold of you? What's a good way to contact you? Yeah, absolutely. So my the website is uh, Repple R E P P L E wealthgroup.com or email me directly at brian at g-a-r-e-p-p-l-e.com. And I will tell you coming up, we've got some great uh, other interviewees I'm going to be bringing on in the financial space. We're going to talk about taxes as well as coming from my health conference, uh, some holistic medicine healers, teachers that we're going to be sharing as well. So uh, look forward to uh, interviewing these individuals and impacting lives. Yeah, I look forward to hearing them. I really do. Uh, for those of you who are new to this podcast and aren't subscribers, you probably have already done this, but it's easy. Just hit the subscribe button. That way you don't miss another one of these episodes. You don't miss out on this conversation. And if you like it, we'd ask that you share it with people. Tell them about it. Spread the word about the podcast. Meantime, I'm Bill Tucker. On behalf of Brian and everybody at Repple Wealth, reminding you in line with today and the message you heard, go out and make Today, a great day or not, it's your choice. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Brain Wealth with Brian Rebel. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at www.repplewealthgroup.com. That's R-E-P-P-L-E wealthgroup.com. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Brian Rebel. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Brian Reppel is a registered representative and investment advisor for GA Reppel & Company, member of FINRA SIPC.